It's all about soul. It's all about faith and a deeper devotion. It's all about soul, because under the love is a stronger emotion. Billy Joel. Welcome to episode 19. We're going to spend several episodes talking about what Billy Joel talked about, the soul. I'm Taylor. And I'm Brian. And welcome to the Echo Podcast. Where we are looking for truth in the noise. Taylor. Good morning, Brian. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Hey, we survived. We did. We We're survived. here. Every, every, everything's okay. Yeah. Um, we yeah we are. It it was a, a crazy last month, and I'm hoping things kind of calm down. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. But yeah, uh, we'll see. I hope so. <laughs> um, yeah. We um, not only did we survive a tumultuous political season. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we speak, there's a monster on the loose mere feet from where you sit, and I hadn't told you yet. What? <laughs> oh, gosh. So I pulled in here uh, uh, where we're recording. I was in the same place just a week ago, and I saw a large raccoon, a very large raccoon, right Ooh. across the parking lot. And we're recording this just you know, maybe 50 feet from our church's food pantry. And uh, we've had a raccoon pay a visit. It didn't get into the food. Oh, good. This was a long time ago. Right. But it got into the attic. And so I tracked down this raccoon and saw that it made a jump towards the roof of the food pantry. So I called some of our country boys from church yep. who were quite pleased to have an opportunity to live trap a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> and, That's awesome. And, and we caught one Wednesday. And it busted out of the wire caging and ripped the trap up and escaped. So oh. it is still loose. So, so would you say that that's a pretty that's a pretty advanced raccoon then? Pretty smart thinking, probably yeah. bioengineered by scientists. We should call him Rocket. <laughs> I. That's why I'm a little concerned because I'm looking at this metal door behind you, and I don't think it can hold it. <laughs> <laughs> so if we scream and run. Audience, you'll know what happens. It may be the last you've heard of us. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, hey, you said that we were going to be starting a new, uh, for the next couple of weeks, a new series um, called Soul Check. What's up with that? I want to know, do raccoons have souls? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> every, every youth ministry has had to deal with that question. Maybe Absolutely, more like yeah. dogs. Are there, are there um, other animals in heaven? I'm convinced, yes. Um, but... Yep, and uh, I know Scott McKnight is a noted theologian, would be with you on that one. There you go. Not wasps, though. Oh, definitely not. Not wasps. No. Those are are the bread and butter of hell. I've got a story about getting stung on the face. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, hey, so uh, God cares about our soul, all of us. Yep. And... Uh, he he doesn't just care about our emotions. He doesn't just care about our mind. He doesn't just care about our physical bodies. He doesn't just care about our spiritual health. He cares about all of us. That's one of the beautiful things about God. Sometimes we kind of uh, isolate those things and we forget that we're a whole person. And when one thing goes wrong, we all of it feels it. And there's a book called uh, The Body Keeps Score. Mm. Uh, where, you know, stress, we just, 
we just keep finding out more and more. If you have stress, it impacts your emotions. It impacts you physically. You will live fewer years if you deal with lots of stress. So it's all kind of connected. So we want to just spend some time talking about how does God care for our soul, our whole being? Yeah, I think, I think uh, it's important that the word soul in both the Hebrew and Greek, uh, it, it, it means something rather precise, um, but it, it, it kind of just deals with the whole person. Not, it's hard for us to say, oh, this is a person's soul, and then it doesn't affect anything else. We're, we're all connected. Yeah, so Genesis 2-7 is interesting. Uh, kind of help us describe what it, we're talking about. Then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living being. Or in other words, that's the word for the man became a soul. soul. And so it's the full living being now active that... Uh, how we would describe the soul. Uh, when, you, um, when you hear about a plane crash, you, you might hear the news person say, uh, we lost, or, or 300 souls perished that day. It's talking about the living beings. Uh, we're no longer living beings uh, beginning that day. And there could be a lot of kind of complicated talk about this, and we, right. that's not really what we want to do. We want to have a big debate about the definitions of all of that, because I'm not sure that's the main goal of the Bible, to help us figure out where does one end and the other begin. Right. There's some different thoughts kind of theologically about that, and that's not how we thought we could serve you best. No, there's a disagreement on whether a person is a trichotomy of body, soul, and spirit, or if soul and spirit are interchangeable and we're a dichotomy. And, and while that debate might be helpful for some, mm-hmm. that's, that's not what the podcast is about. And we really want to focus on how are you taking care of your soul, um, your person, and your being? Yeah, so we used to have a couple of Bradford pear trees in our yard. They're pretty popular here in Oklahoma. And now we no longer do because Bradford pear trees are famous for having a really poor root system. Oh. And Oklahoma is famous for the wind comes rushing over the plain. And when it comes rushing over the plain, it blows down Bradford pear trees. Apparently, or... <laughs> those trees aren't suited for Oklahoma. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, they just crack really easily and, and break apart. And so what we wanted to do over these these few episodes is help you care for your soul so you have a strong root system and you're healthy so that you can grow. Yeah, um, we see this in Deuteronomy chapter 6 uh, with uh, the Shema, the, one of the most, I think, one of the most often quoted and important um, passages of Scripture. Yes. And it's, uh, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And then it says, You shall love the Lord God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. But then something happens in the New Testament when the, uh, when, uh, the teacher of the law asks Jesus, um, what is the greatest commandment? And he answers it very simply. He quotes the Shema. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. But then he adds, and with your mind. And particularly, this is important to me, I love language and, and the Greek culture, um, because the Greeks were very much people of thought, Mm-hmm. And they really wanted to dig into the whole idea of how a person thinks and how they process. Um, that is not to say that the Old Testament is a concern with how people think in their mind. That, that's not what we're saying. We just see that Jesus, once again, adds mind uh, because of the people he's interacting with and who he's talking to. Yeah, they would have defined it a little bit differently than the people 
uh, hearing that earlier, I think what both audiences would have heard, whether they were hearing Deuteronomy 6 um, or a long time later when they were hearing Jesus, they would have heard, love the Lord your God with all you got, with everything you are, all of you, love the Lord your God. And so uh, we hope that, that you can tune in for the next several episodes. We're going to talk about uh, how does God uh, or how can we do some soul care in thinking about honoring the Lord with our mind. We'll talk about honoring the Lord with our body, honoring the Lord with our emotions, honoring the Lord with our finances. Now, finances wouldn't necessarily be included you know, in, in who you are, but it's a part of us that impacts us in so many different ways. We thought that would be a good a good one to add. Yeah, it's probably one of the easiest ways to find idols in your life mm-hmm. and, and also um, identity to figure out where you're putting your trust and your hope. Absolutely. So you had said something before we even started uh, hitting record where you had just said, you know, one of the principles here is that um, Christ came to save souls. Right. He came to save all of us uh, and and to redeem us and to restore us and to make us whole. And I, and I love 1 Peter 2.25 says, For you were like sheep going astray, but now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. Mm. And for anybody listening, we hope you know that, that God uh, is the shepherd of your soul and wants to look after all of you. So let's echo this back. God came to save our souls, and as Christians, we should care about how we care about our souls. And we should recognize that God really does have the best means and methods about how we how we can take care of our souls. So we hope that you enjoy the next couple of weeks as we talk about Soul Check. I'm Taylor. And I'm Brian. And this is the Echo Podcast. Where we are looking for truth in the noise. <laughs> <laughs>